everybody. Hi, guys. Well, from sunny Salt Lake City, Utah, it's Thank God I'm Atheist, the podcast. I'm Frank Feldman. And I'm Dan Beecher. And Dan. Yeah. Coming up today, we're going to have a, a little discussion about, uh, how'd you say it earlier, internal uh, propaganda yeah. at religious organizations. I mean, we're going to specifically talk about Mormon. Because yeah. That's what we're, but we've we seen, know. I've seen videos that like the J-dubs produce oh, for other oh. J-dubs. Yeah. You know, like, it, and like all of the pamphlets that are just, we're going to talk about what, ha- like the internal, this isn't produced for the external world. No, 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 no. It's produced is to make by Mormons for Mormons, right? By Catholics for no, I don't think we're right. We, we can't really talk about the Catholics, but but the Mormons, yeah. Mormons, so we, we we know Scientologists. Good I know Lord. I know they make a lot of videos for themselves. Yeah, yeah. So so it's it's kind of a crazy thing. So we're going to talk a wacky concept, <laughs> and all of these weirdo religions totally are super hip to it. Well, yeah. You got to promote yourself to yourself, you yeah. know. Apparently, got to got you got to keep that circular thinking circling. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Bam. It's uh it's it's definitely good. Yeah. Well, uh, well, here's a might as well just jump into a story. Dive in. Uh please do. About uh a film that's being produced uh as a a collaboration between um an independent Christian filmmaker and um and a an evangelical university uh you've heard of it i'm sure uh liberty oh libu university yeah um they are they 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 have their uh, students and staff collaborating oh. on this film project oh i'm all about oh, it's really exciting Dan. uh it's called the trump prophecy <laughs> So yeah, this is uh it's going to be promoting the idea that uh that a lot of these people have uh about Donald Trump. Uh. That he is uh or essentially ordained by God to be president, right. hand picked, yeah, chosen by God Just... to uh heal America. And D- and yeah, heal <laughs> healing is what I'm feeling right now. In the United States, if there's one thing that I'm feeling and to uh, to bring us back to you know our that 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 Christian past mm. that that we all we all just long for. It's so yummy. Uh, this is all based. Uh, so this, the, it, uh, the, there's a, this Trump prophecy thing is actually a real thing. So this this is a film that's based <laughs> on real life events, oh. uh, all surrounding uh, a prophecy from a guy by the name of Mark Taylor. Um, oh yeah, we've 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 featured yeah. him. Uh, he's a retired firefighter yeah. from Orlando. Oh, and he's a he is a self-styled prophet. He's a prophet. He talks yeah. no, uh, he talks all nonstop about the future. Yeah. Uh so he believes that in April of 2011, God told him that Trump would one day be the president of the United States. Uh, he, uh, was watching TV around 2 a.m. when Trump appeared on a news, uh, program. Yeah. And then he heard a voice of God, right, uh, saying to him, you're hearing the voice of a president. (laughs) Trump was talking, you're hearing the voice of a president. And and so he grabs a pen 
right? And he writes down uh, the words that were were coming directly from the Holy Spirit to him. Yeah. Uh, and uh, he he claims that God had chosen Trump to bring honor, respect, and restoration to America. Oh, and that wow. America would prosper like it never has prospered before. <laughs> Wait, here's what I'm going to... Okay. Maybe he's right. But let's just point out that, like, our economy is, like, tumbling into into chaos right mm-hmm. now. Yeah. Uh, we've got trade wars happening with fucking Canada. <laughs> like... The tariffs on maple syrup are just... The G7 just announced today that they'll be fine as G6 if he wants to sit this one out because he's start he's starting Twitter wars with everybody. Like so yeah. far, not great. Right, but what about those But he made it to the presidency. He so got it to the, he made it to the presidency. So we got that. What about the ties between uh Israel and the US? Oh, These are the, those so are strong. So strong. So strong. And that was included in the prophecy. Okay, well. This is important. Woo! Right? He's, if you're a Christian. He's like two for six. You don't we'll, care about we'll the G7. We'll see the rest, the rest of it coming. You don't care about the G7? Well. You care about Israel. It's kind of important. And we're, we're talking about the G2. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right? Israel and the United States. That's all that matters. Yeah. Um, anyway, uh, he thought that. It would be, this was 2011, right? So he figured it was going to happen in 2012. It didn't, yeah. right? Uh, sadly, because then it would be over. Um, <laughs> We'd be but, picking up the pieces. <laughs> um, but, uh, so, but then in 2015, he showed the prophecy uh, to um, Don, Dr. Don Colbert, Oh, so he didn't publicize this prophecy before. No, it's it's been it's been sort of passed around. Oh. So, this, so there's this Dr. Don Colbert, who's uh, a Christian physician and author. Uh, he passes it on to his wife, Mary Colbert, um, which <laughs> looks like Colbert, but I just can't bring myself to say no. it. Colbert, it is Colbert. Um, <laughs> the uh, so she immediately believed it was a prophecy. Oh, my right? God. And after Trump announced his candidacy, uh, Mary Colbert sent copies of Taylor's words to Christian leaders across the land uh-huh. right? and started a grassroots prayer chain for America to, quote, return to the godly principles we were founded upon. Well, definitely, because if there's one thing we can say confidently about Donald John Trump, it is that he's a good Christian. I don't know how this could have been <laughs> right. How how could how could Christians back before before they were glomming on to him as a as a legitimate candidate? Right, right. How would would they look at that man? Right. The, we're, ta- say, we're talking. That's about, the one. We're talking about a guy who is a total womanizer. Has never has never made like an ethical choice in his life. Never. Ever. Um, but some critics are pointing out, of course, uh, that it's it's hard to call Taylor a prophet and to accept this as, therefore, prophecy uh, when you examine the body of Taylor's prophetic work, right. uh, which includes um, a claim that President uh, Obama 
uh, is going to be charged with treason mm. and that Trump will release cures for cancer and Alzheimer's disease that the pharmaceutical industry has been keeping secret. Right. Um, yeah. Here's, no, here's what's great about prophecy is that if you do it right, and I'm not saying he has. I don't think he has done it right. He can always just say, yet. It hasn't <laughs> happened yet. Yeah, yeah. That could still happen. Yep. Trump's got a f- years left to release those cures. Absolutely. Which and- obviously exists. <laughs> well, Very clearly, Big Pharma has the cures for all of the diseases. Every There is not a disease... But it's there's not a cure for it. Hidden in a vault, because obviously they don't make any money curing anything. Right. They need, to, they need to slowly dole these out right. over time so they, you know, yeah, can stay in business. Uh, the director of the film, right? Yeah. Uh, he's, he, uh, he says that they're making the film in such a way that will allow the viewer to decide whether Taylor is a true prophet or not. Oh, uh, well, that's it's, smart. It's being left <laughs> they're They're not going to take it. They're not going to take the position that he is. Okay. Right, right. Uh, yeah, the, because they know better than to not hedge that bet. Right, right, right. Yeah. So, <laughs> no, yeah. Uh, the Trump Prophecy website describes the film as an inspirational message of hope, highlighting <laughs> the vast beauty and greatness of the United States um, its elector- and its electoral process. Um, the trailer uh, references a Bible verse that says, "If God, if God's people humble themselves, pray and seek my face, oh, and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, God will heal their land." Whose face Ooh. are we seeking? God's face, or what? Trump's face? It doesn't matter. My God! All right, <laughs> uh, I'm going to take us away from the United States for a bit. Oh, to Nairobi, Kenya. Actually, not Nairobi. That's the dateline that RNS had. But uh, it's actually uh, we're t- we're going to be talking about the uh, the Demo- Democratic Republic of Congo. Oh yeah, okay. Um, the p- giant re- uh, African Republic right in the middle of the country, sort of, or of the continent rather. Uh, apparently, Catholics, the archdiocese of. Uh, place that i can't pronounce but i'll try mbadaka mbandaka bikoro mm. uh, that archdiocese you know that one you're familiar you're eminently it's familiar. my favorite archdiocese of all the archdiocese Darko bikoro bikoro mbandaka 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 bikoro bikoro uh, my favorite right it's beautiful uh, it's, it's it spans f- almost sixty thousand miles this archdiocese it's a bit of land uh, you know, of, of the region's 1.2 million residents, uh, about 650,000 are Catholics and none of them are going to get the sacraments of the, of the Catholic church for a bit. Why? Ebola. Oh, there's been an outbreak of the oh. Ebola virus, okay. which is very serious. And I'm glad they're taking these precautions. Yeah. But it does say something, I think. About the nature of these sacred rituals that, you know, they can turn a cracker into Jesus, but they can't get rid of Ebola. <laughs> like a prayer is good enough to make literal magic yeah. happen. Right. But not good enough to erase a, a virus. Like mm. when real life hits, mm, we're not going to be doing you know, that. Instead of body of Christ, right? Because you know they they put the host in, in the right. body of Christ. They should it should be uh, 
cure for Ebola. Right, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> cure for Ebola. Body cure of Christ Ebola. sans Ebola hemorrhagic fever. How about that? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, that works. So they will not be. Uh, they will not be doing any of. So they they will not be baptized. They will not be confirmed, which involves laying on of hands. They oh. will not be. I think oh, okay. they will not be ordained or anointed. Oh, um, they will. There will be uh, a communion, but it will be administered to the hand, not to the mouth, which is awkward when you get the wine, because right. when because pouring it in your hand sucks. <laughs> Just lap it out. So I love hand wine. Hand wine. Hand wine's some of my favorite that's, wine. That's some good wine. Mm. So yes, if you were hoping to take communion on the Umbangi River anytime soon. I have a trip planned to the Umbagi River. Your your dreams will be dashed, I'm afraid. Oh god. Also I didn't know Ebola was happening. Either. Also there's an update. I'm more Ebola, concerned about so not being prob- able to get. Probably don't go to that region. Is what I would say. Yeah, but it's not about the Ebola. <laughs> it's that I can't get my 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 your communion, my my baptism. Yeah, I was saving my baptism for my trip to the Mbagal River. Right, and uh, uh, well, and now I can't, Dan. Now you can't cancel cancel the holy you know water, Dan. It's almost not even worth being Catholic anymore. Jesus Christ, I'm quitting the Catholic Church. <laughs> All right, Dan. Yeah. Uh, New York City. Dateline, New York. Yeah. Um, very diverse city. You think? Lots of people move there from all over the world. It's quite cosmopolitan, really. <laughs> uh, including uh, conservative Muslims. Sure. Uh, and they have a large Jewish population. Uh, Do conservative Muslims have a large Jewish population? And they have. <laughs> and thank you, Dan. New York has a large. I gotcha. uh, yeah, so large uh, conservative uh, Jewish and conservative Muslim population. It's true. Who you know, they have the same wants and needs as you and I, Dan. Deep down, yeah. One of those wants and needs uh, includes uh, enjoying a day at the beach. Everybody loves a good day at the beach. Everybody loves a good day at the beach, unless, of course, uh, a mixed gender beach would be oh. appalling. And it you. is. And it is appalling. It's appalling. Wait a minute. Are we going to get... Okay, so you're going to tell your story and whatever, but what I've just flashed on is that the perfect thing for these like ultra-Orthodox Jews who can't be with a woman or whatever, gay beaches! <laughs> they need to go to the gay ones. I get out to Fire Island, get guys. Get to Fire Island. <laughs> Ruin it for the gay people. <laughs> anyway, what's your story? Uh, well, a uh, New York City councilman yeah. uh, has uh, concocted an idea to uh, have a uh, the, to, to, to sponsor June 29th as a day for men at this one specific beach at uh, Kingsborough Community College. Uh, it's on the eastern end of Coney Island. Um, and uh, and then July 27th would be a day for women. I, and these are public beaches. This is a public beach. Then, um, nope. <laughs> Answer equals no. 
Sorry. <laughs> um, he, uh, let's see. This is uh, in an email statement from the councilman. He says, for many New Yorkers, including religious Jews and Muslims who follow modesty laws, there is no opportunity to have a real beach experience. Oh. Uh, nobody should be disenfranchised because of their religious observance. Aww. I think if your religious observance says you can't be on a mixed, uh, like, you've disenfranchised yourself. Yeah. D- talk right? to your God that, about that, that problem. That, don't, talk, don't talk to your congressperson. Right. That's your problem. Yeah. Right. A thousand percent. Here's the thing. You're welcome on that beach. Yeah. You can go to that beach. Absolutely. If you can't handle the fact that there's a lady there, that's your fucking problem. If you can't handle the fact that there's a man there, and I get it, he's fat and he's in a very small uh, <sighs> speedo. Yeah. No, 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 no. That is your problem. Right. You don't get to go to the beach. Now, there's a couple interesting details here. Okay. I want to make sure that we're, we're being true to. Okay. Um, both of these days would be days that the beach would have normally been closed. Why? Uh, I do don't fully understand that. Be- okay. I mean, because it is, it's a, it's the beach is at this community college, and so I think the, the maybe the community college runs the beach normally, and they're not they, like they're not up and running for the summer. Huh. I'm not entirely sure as to why the beach would have been closed those days, but they would have been closed. Uh, so you can do a beach rental for four hundred dollars a day. Uh, in order to pay for the lifeguards and other staff that you would need. Okay. So this is getting into the realm of like where I start going, well, maybe it's okay. Oh, okay. Right. Because especially if they weren't using public funds or whatever to pay for the beach rental, then I'm like, well, then it's a private beach. Well, it sounds so, but there's this one issue. Um, he, he was asked about how he plans to enforce the segregation. Right. Right. And he says, we're hoping that people will be respectful of their neighbors and not infringe on their fun day at the beach. So it sounds like when the beach is open, the beach is open. Yeah. You pay to open the beach. You, you, you're not there, there's no mechanism to keep it private. I'm confused. Right. By I'm a little confused as well. But um, people are upset. The New York uh, New York Civil Civil Liberties Union uh obviously is uh well i mean it's upset about the idea of segregating genders on public beaches well i mean here's the other thing maybe you know i get it there are these fringe religious groups that don't get served well guess what there are also fringe re- religious groups who would like a day at the beach without black folks you're gonna cater to them too right they're you know they're friend they're fringe Groups that are, you, you know, that it's their firmly held religious belief that gay people should not be allowed. So right. should we have a day without the gays? Right. But isn't that amazing, though? Yeah. We're hoping that people will be respectful of their neighbors. Oh, I think that hope is going to be dashed. <laughs> I think there are going to be, like, ladies showing up in straight up almost nothing bikinis specifically to protest this thing. I would hope. I would hope so. Especially if it goes through. He's getting a little bit of flack, so yeah, maybe it's it won't not, even It's happen. not going to happen. But but just the idea of it. That's a terrible... Oh, that's these, a, these people, these these overly prudish people, they want to enjoy the beach, too. Right. Look, well, surely there's a private beach somewhere that you can rent. Or, there, right? or fucking just 
you know what? Buy a fuck ton of sand and put it next to a pond right. or whatever. But you don't get to go to a public beach and say and dictate who else doesn't get to go there. <laughs> All right. I'm going to take us uh, now to England, uh, to, to the UK, um, mm. home of the National Health Service, the NHS, where last year, or you'll recall that last year we, we discussed them deciding that they weren't going to pay for homeopathy anymore. Right. They're not good on them. Right. They decided, oh wait, we're spending and I think I have the figure here, an estimated 200 million pounds a year to give people therapies that are literally there's no evidence that they do anything and quite a bit of evidence that they do nothing. So, uh, so the so the NHA decide or NHS rather decided we're not going to do this anymore. Well, they got sued. No, by the British Homeopathic Association. What? Who claimed that there was oh, quote plain evidence that homeopathic treatment does work in particular cases? Oh, and they're those not just going to go away quietly. No, no, oh. they are suing. They are. Just livid with this. Wait, so there are. So wait, they have evidence that in particular cases, right? Those people who are insanely prone to the placebo effect, apparently. <laughs> See how well it works. Look, George over here feels great. I mean, right. he's still dying, but he feels a lot better. Right. Anyway, uh, <laughs> apparently uh, now a judge has. Decide, so so this went to court. The, a judge decided against, uh, I think, against the British Homeopath- Homeopathic Association. Uh, there was a... Actually, no. Uh, yeah, so I was thinking that there was... I'm confusing it with another story. Sorry. There wasn't... The judge has said no. The judge has said the NHS is perfectly... Within its rights. Within its rights to do this. To say that is non-scientific... Yeah, they should not be spending their money. Yeah, on that. And, and if any of our listeners are proponents of this uh, of uh, homeopathy, just know uh, you're ridiculous. <laughs> that is the official stated position of the TGIA podcast. Because <laughs> that stuff doesn't work. It doesn't work. It's not real. It's absolutely ridiculous. Matter of fact, we st- we sat and watched uh, we. You know, when when we were... Uh, oh, the Amazing Randy. The Amazing Randy. Yeah. Who, this delightful nonogenarian Ugh. gets up in front of the entire uh, entire group. He was our opening act. I'm just going to say it. <laughs> he went on before us. And we Yes, we, we had to follow that. It was horrifying to follow The Amazing Randy. <laughs> also because everybody there was there for The Amazing Randy. No, there, some, there was at least four or five people who were there for us. <laughs> and I'm they were sure like, who are these fucking guys? <laughs> Anyway, one of the great things is that he opens pretty much every one of his acts by opening a brand new bottle of homeopathic quote unquote medicine right. and downing the entire bottle right there in front of us. Yeah. It takes minutes for him to yeah. get them all down. And yeah. he just does it. Uh-oh. And he's and, he's and his point is if it if it did something, he would be overdosing on that thing. If it was any kind of anything, if there was active ingredient in in the pills at all he just od'd yeah yeah he's a he's a frail little 90 year old man (laughs) he's tiny he's zero feet tall oh what a delightful human being yeah he's great uh anyway (laughs) um all right dan yeah uh we 
on this podcast hmm. have talked about our national motto. The, in, uh, of these United States of, these of United America? States. In God We Trust. Mm. Uh, the very unfortunate national motto. Used to be, used to be uh, unofficially E Pluribus Unum. Which is a fantastic Which is an motto. amazing national motto, not popular among the Trump uh, supporters. But unfortunately, uh, it, out of many, one, a message yeah. of unity. Yeah. But then the Red Scare happened in the 50s, and they decided to make our national motto the stupid God thing. <laughs> Indeed. Uh, so uh, there was a, a court case that was going forward. Uh, from a uh, a Satanist, mm-hmm. a, a non-theistic Satanist, as he calls himself, right? Who was challenging uh, the use of the motto on American currency? Sure, this has been attempted before. This has been attempted many times, uh, and once again, uh, it fell on del- deaf ears. Mm-hmm. Uh, this time. A uh, federal court in Chicago, the Seventh U.S. Circuit Court of Appeals, uh, ruled that the motto is not an endorsement of a particular religion, but rather a phrase that merely acknowledges a part of our nation's heritage, albeit a religious part. The motto, and, and it continues, the motto's placement on currency has the secular purpose of recognizing the religious component of our nation's history. Uh, Chief Judge Diane Wood, you're, you're, you're stretching there. Yeah. Uh, and it does not affect current religious practices. Here's the thing. Everybody, stop fucking suing over this. You're just creating more precedent for the next guy to not be able to sue over this. We're- I don't know. That has the secular purpose? That seems like something that's almost- Of course it's bullshit. I get that it's bullshit. But the thing is that, right, this has been- litigated so many times that now there's just no way there's too much like judicial precedent on this for for other judges to draw on so it's not ne- you're never going to win this fight in the courts what's going to have to happen is as our country gets more and more secular it'll become okay to actually acknowledge that a whole bunch of us don't fucking believe in the guy right and eventually it'll be legislated out but the courts already have too much precedent on this one. There's no way. Well, it just takes a different uh, reading. Well, thing can go up yeah, to the flagpole. I mean, yeah, right? if you have a totally different angle, like an yeah. entirely different angle, you know, somehow in God we trust damages your liver. Well, <laughs> then, then maybe. Well, I mean, a lot of it has been uh, a lot of the argument from, again, those that want it there um let me just find it real quick uh is so so in what what we have to remember is that i mean you talk about legal precedent dan Mm -hmm. this has been before the supreme court right right so in 1977 uh, the supreme court ruled uh that people who use u.s currency are not advertising the national motto <laughs> since money is, quote, generally carried in a purse or pocket and need not be displayed to the public. <laughs> so, like, all it's going to take is one judge who looks at these nonsensical 
arguments and says, I'm sorry, the precedent, you know, I, I have to rule uh, yeah. on my own. Yeah, but then here. it goes up to the Supreme Court and the Supreme Court makes the same ruling. Or they don't even take it. Or they but don't like, even take it. But well, but nonetheless, these arguments make, on the surface, make no sense. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They're and it's, bold-faced dopiness. Yeah. It's fun. Yeah. But the, these are the kind of decisions where it's almost... They're, it, it, people probably keep doing, like, uh, you know, uh, take um, keep suing yeah. in federal court over this issue yeah uh because these these decisions are challenging someone to just disagree with them what? and to overturn them like they're 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 ludicrous of course they're ludicrous of course they are and if if there's a lesson here it's that our judicial system has some problems it is we. not it is not perfect that is true uh i'm going to take us finally uh, to St. Paul, Minnesota, for some very good news, I think. Um, From St. Paul? Yes. Wow. The Archdiocese of St. Paul and, and Minneapolis uh, announced that they're finally settling with 450 victims of clergy sex abuse. And in their, they're cl- declaring bankruptcy uh, because, they, because they done fucked up. Yeah. Um, but in that, within that bankruptcy is a settlement that is for $210 million. Wow. Uh, so it's the second, lar- second largest payout for this kind of a scandal. Wow. Um, for, for the Roman Catholic Church. Oh, that's, um, that's no small change. It's not a small amount uh, to be split between 450 victims that's uh that's and and it won't just be split there will be certain things you know i think there's they still have yet to decide how this gets distributed right. and and all of this sort of thing i think there will probably be a fund for people to get therapy and a bunch right. of other things but they're not messing around nice. it's also it's 50 million dollars approximately 50 million dollars more than uh the archdiocese originally pl- plotted out uh for this oh because they their lawyers, uh, the victims' lawyers, negotiated and worked hard. Wow! Um, most of this funding, uh, approximately 170 million of it, will come from insurance carriers. Okay. Who I'm guessing nobody wants to insure the Catholic Church anymore <laughs> and indemnify them against these sorts of things. <laughs> I'm guessing that the the premiums. Now, a, now are high. Yeah, the 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 <laughs> it's a very expensive rider that has to be attached mm-hmm. for the, um, the specific issue. The rest of the money will come from uh, from very from the parishes, the archdiocese. Uh, a, a, <laughs> apparently, a pension fund is getting raided. For Good, this. they shouldn't be able to retire, and uh, and they will have to sell some real estate. Good, yeah. So uh, I hope it hurts. I hope it hurts a lot. Yeah. They need Good to, on them. They need to feel it. Yeah. Um, you know, and uh, it, it's... Wow. And apparently they're, they, they, they're talking the good talk about, like, we want to expedite this and make sure that we get it to them quickly and all of that sort of thing. So we'll see. Hmm. Uh, you know, uh, one of the victims, uh, one Jim Keenan, had said, we, 
said this. He said, we changed the playing field. They have to listen to victims now. And that is huge. Nice. Hurrah. Yes. So. Good. Uh, I think that's a great note to end this on. Uh, if, ladies and gentlemen, if you have anything you'd like to add to our conversation about any of the things that we've talked about so far, please do so. Feel free to uh, write into us, podcast at thankgodimatheist.com. Or you can call and leave us a voicemail message. The telephone number is 424-666-8442. Yep. Go to the Facebook page, facebook.com slash Atheist, and click on that like button. And while on Facebook, search for the TGIA Members Only Lounge request to join. It is a closed group, but we'll let you in. We sure will. Yo, Dan. <laughs> yo. <laughs> well, yo to you. Well, yeah. Hello, hello, hello. Uh, so let's see what do we what do we got here today? We have Alex Jones. He has somebody on his show. Who is this guy? Well, here's what's funny. It's not the show. It's like these guys are talking. They're, the background is this gorgeous blue lagoon. Sure, they're showing off how wealthy they are because right. they can be in fancy places. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this guy, I don't know who this guy is. Some uh, some guy, some Yahoo with a theory. John Abiscaron. I don't think that's a I real word. I love that name. Yeah. It's one of my favorites. And what's great is that Alex Jones starts talking, hands the, his friend the mic, and leaves, and then can't resist, has to come running back in, grab the mic, talk into the mic a little bit, then hand his friend, and then leave again. He keeps, <laughs> he keeps literally exiting the screen. Right. It's the weirdest thing, but they have a good message. Yeah. Well, so let's hear what, what they have to say. Yeah. Look at Hollywood, the whole media. They literally hate Christians. They admit the, the persecution of Christians doubled the last 10 years. Yep. They absolutely admit that if they can extinguish that, they believe they can then be God. You know, atheists should have absolutely no regard for Christianity. They shouldn't even care. Think about it. Are you a Buddhist? No, you're not. I'm not a Buddhist. Do you ever think about Buddhism? Does it obsess you? Does it upset you? Do you go after it? No, you don't. You don't even think about it because you don't believe in it. A true atheist wouldn't care about Christianity. They just look at it as just another religion I don't believe in, whatever. Why is there a vitriolic hatred towards Christianity? Think about that. Because it's a, a spiritual war. A it's blood. a bloodlust because it's a spiritual thing that we're talking about here, people. Not necessarily the people may not even realize, but if there's a de- demon inside them or if they're not with God or walking in the world and the world in the worldly evil world, they're naturally going to reject what's from God. That's why you see people rejecting Donald Trump. But however, the good news is there's millions and millions of the silent majority that understand what's going on and they're supporting Donald Trump. That's why he won. How did he win? Think about it. How did Donald Trump win? And I love the spirit of it. They know he's not perfect. He's a wrecking ball. He never was a hypocrite. They instinctively from the beginning understood that it was it was a weapon against the enemy. Like you said, the way he's the way he just doesn't even care what they do to him. They don't. In fact, in the prophecy, God said they will speak against him. They will throw all the darts. The enemy will throw the darts at him. They will do everything they can, but it will roll off his back like the water rolling off of a duck. Just like the feathers protect the duck, he's protecting the, uh, 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 Donald Trump. You know what Donald Trump's been doing since, since the day he got president? He's, 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 all, he's been going after the pedophiles. They, they've been doing raids after raids. Of course, the media doesn't mention this. You've got to look at it. Look into it. Seek ye the truth. That's an order from God. Seek ye the truth. Because when you go after the truth, you end up to God. That's no matter what. You go after the truth, you end up with God. And look it up. 
Donald Trump's been sending raids, capturing and finding children in cages waiting to be tortured and, 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 and cru uh, uh, ritually uh, 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 sacrificed. He's been saving people. He's been saving children, and he's been arresting pedophiles like crazy, raid after raid. And that's the thing. It shows up in local news. We cover the news every day. It's everywhere. It's like every day, it's but everywhere. never national news. Never. And then they panic more and more, and they have NAMBLA uh, now coming out at the U.N., coming out on Vice, coming out at the Huffington Post, coming out on, on uh, uh, Salon saying, oh, it's okay. So they're trying to normalize it now. It, it's pure evil because it's, they're vampires. They psychically want to feed on the children. They can't actually sacrifice them. They want to suck their essence out and ruin their innocence. Wow. There's a lot there. Wow, guys, uh, that's quite a thing you got going on. Uh, holy shit. Uh, uh, I love that they're trying to revive the satanic panic. That was one of the funnest parts of the 80s. So good job on that. Uh, it was effective. Yeah. Yeah, and apparently people believe it. Uh, every so often you just got to have one of those just because people will believe that there are giant cabals of child rearing, child raping, uh, like yeah. child, like kidnappers who keep children in cages until the bloodletting time comes. I got news for these guys: Trump isn't saving children from cages. He's the one that's putting them there. Like ICE is the one that's putting yeah. kids into cages. Yeah, it, it, it's not. It's not these imaginary. Uh, but those children rings. don't belong here, Dan. Right. Right, so rip them out of the arms of their parents. That's probably the best thing to do. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Well, you know, I I honest I didn't expect Alex Jones to go crazy like that. That was really <laughs> you wait really very what? unexpected. Huh. Very, very alarming that he you that normally such a such a staid <laughs> and reason. steadied man would go so so wackadoo on us. Yeah. How did he? Anyway, how did he do that. Uh, we had some folks, uh, we had someone write into us, uh, mm -hmm. so I thought I'd read this. This is from Eben, or Eben. Uh, you decide. You be the judge of the pronunciation of Eben. that name. Anyway, I'm thinking Eben because it might be short for Ebenezer, but who knows in this wild and wacky mixed up world. Anywho, hi guys. I uh, was listening to your second most recent podcast uh, when you talked about Pope Fran uh, apologizing to the gay man and saying he loved him and that God loved him as he is. While I get why this would be surprising to many, it's actually completely in line with what the Catholic Church teaches. Unlike many other churches who insist one can change their sexuality, the Catholic Church has long taught that gay people are born gay and will remain so their whole life. So more than being progressive... The Pope is just good at leaving out the part of the teachings that pisses people off. In this case, uh, that being gay, gay is your cross to bear as God expects you to be celibate. Or if you're bi, to date the opposite gender only. You're still loved, but, the priest, but priesthood for you. Uh, and this is the same Pope who compared being trans to the destructive power of a nuclear bomb on nature and society. So, yeah. <laughs> Anyway, thank I uh, love the show. Hope you both are well. Well, thank you for that. Um, yeah. Yeah, I don't think either of us were under any illusion that this Pope was like, oh, we're going to change the gay thing now. But He's still Catholic. <laughs> is he? Is the Pope Catholic? <laughs> uh, yeah, but it is, I don't know. It's hard to read this Pope. 
This Pope loves to say the progressive thing and then do the not progressive thing. Yeah. He's tricky. He's a, he's a trickster. Uh, he's Pope Loki. <laughs> Popey Loki. Popey <laughs> anyway, uh, do we have some folks to thank? We do have some people to thank. We actually have two new venerable uh, listeners uh, this week on Patreon. Uh, we have Amber and Allison. And uh, these two both went to, presumably, thankgodimatheist.com. Correct. Where they uh, clicked on the support tab and then followed the, the, the link over to Patreon. Yeah. Where we have a campaign up and running. So, you know, this is, this is our way of uh, um, uh, keeping the show going. Yeah. And, uh, and they, they get access to an ad-free version of the show. Mm-hmm. Uh, so And, and also, uh, I don't remember... At some level, you get access to the at Frank and Den. this very level. At this, so they will yeah. have access to every week we do, or we try to do every week, a Frank and Dan diary, which is just bonus content just mm-hmm. for you guys. And the rest of you uh, just can feel all of the FOMO about it because you don't get to hear it. <laughs> and that's final. That, that, and that's just going to have to be that. Yep. Right. Absolutely. And then there's one more per- person. There is to always the, 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 our top donor. Our Lord and Savior, the Archangela herself, Angela. Peace be upon Woo! her. May her, may she, forever may she wave. <laughs> oh, you mean, oh, funny. Like, you're like, yeah, whatever. Yeah, anyway, uh, we love you guys so much. Uh, <laughs> thanks for your support. And you know what, guys? Thanks. Uh, you, you, you guys showed up. Uh, we, we asked for uh, some help. With getting some more uh, re- uh, reviews some, and some star ratings some on, star on iTunes and the various different uh, uh, platforms out there, and you guys showed up in huge numbers. Dan, how many? How much are we up to? Uh, we're over a thousand. I I was not prepared and didn't pull up iTunes yet, so I'm but pulling we're over a thousand, which was the goal. Uh, I, I think it's absolutely amazing. Thank you so much. We're gonna shut up about this for a little while. Um, that doesn't mean you have to stop giving us a five star <laughs> review. Like if if you're if you haven't if you done still it yet, want to, you need it's you, still there. You could go into it, but yeah, we've just made it over a thousand. We're at like one thousand and seven as of this recording right now. That's absolutely amazing. We're at a solid five stars again, um, and it's you know it's been great getting these uh, nice comments that are mm-hmm. being left as well. Yeah. Uh, so we really do appreciate it. You guys are awesome. Uh, we love the community that's that's developed up around the show. And yeah, and you're so, a part of that, listener. Yeah, and yeah so, you. I'm talking to you. Yeah, you. So you can show your support by going and uh, giving a star rating or uh, heading on over to Patreon. You're do one, do both, do it all, whatever you want. <laughs> Dan. Oh, Frank. Were you a, a victim of religious propaganda? Dude, up? I was a perpetrator <gasps> of religious propaganda. What? <laughs> How dare you? Oh, my God. People. Uh, Frank, you and I just recorded, mm-hmm. and it will be available soon, a, uh, an episode of God-Awful Movies. Yeah, that's true. Um, which will be coming out for their Mormon movie month. They like to to have the more the for the FOMOs, the former Mormons, 
on uh-huh. on their show to talk about stuff and uh yeah i participated in the creation of some of the weirdest bits of internal propaganda yeah and so that's what we're going to talk about inter like this is it's one thing the mormons love to make very slick uh movies of that that they're going to put out to the world and mm-hmm. hope that everybody look, watches them like i think they genuinely think that a whole bunch of people are going to watch them and go oh my god they're so nice yeah that is that what this is <gasps> i'm gonna join <laughs> i feel the lord in me right now well there's mr kruger's christmas right oh with jimmy stewart with jimmy stewart that they, was in the early days yeah they did that one and it's well done for a little film of its era yeah intended for uh then, the, then they went a little dark. They started to to make the uh, the, the cipher in the snow. Yeah, and what was the mailbox one with an old lady? Uh, anyway, oh dear God, that they made sad. They made some sad fucking dark ass movies. I don't know why. Oh, they made you feel guilty. They made you feel so fucking shitty. You didn't write a letter to that woman. She was expecting that letter, Dan. She, she kept go out to the mailbox every day, to the ma- and then she died. And then you realize that you never wrote her a letter. Yeah, you could have helped her. You could There's have, an old woman in your life somewhere. Yeah, Dan, or or Cipher in the Snow. There's a little kid who <sighs> gets made fun of, and then fucking asks, like on the way to school, asks the bus driver to pull over and just plops down dead in the snow yeah which is supposed to this was supposed to be an anti-bullying sort of film yeah but for those of us who were more bullied than bullying uh-huh. i just thought oh shit this might kill me <laughs> they're being mean to me i could die <laughs> oh my god yeah it was a little confusing it was not a good it was terrifying it actually. was horrifying and yes but we're not talking about those movies. No. Those are for out into the world. Really, Cypher? Those were intended to be shared? I don't know. I saw it at public school. That was where I was shown that movie. I didn't even know it was a church movie. Uh, they showed it to me at public school. That's awful. Uh, because it doesn't have any there's direct no Jesus. Jesus references. Right. Okay. But then there's this other world mm. of videos made for Mormons. It's by Mormons for Mormons. Boom, boom. But but these are these are intended for sort of the classroom setting, right? right? Like this is these are instructional uh, goodies, right? That that the, these accompany lessons that the, your your seminary teacher, for example, might be teaching about some concept. And to remind our listeners, Mormon like kids. High school age kids right. are expected to go to what they call seminary, which it's not. No. You're not studying to be a priest, but you you have. But it's like every day, at either before school or after school or even during school, if you're here in the state of Utah, you go and you get a little church lesson. Mm-hmm. Which oh my god, it's torture! It's yeah. so bad. Like, why are they making us do this? You make us go to three hours of church every Sunday. Why is there more? But there's more. But they want to spice it up, so they make these fun little videos. Yeah, and they wheel in the AV cart. Oh, my God. <laughs> you guys, it's so fucking Pop bad. Pop in that VHS tape. It is so this bad. Is my recollection of yeah. how it worked. Yeah. And uh, 
That's yeah. Nine, that's the nineties for you, right? And there, there were like little pause points in these oh, in yeah. these films built, where built into the film mm-hmm. where the teacher was then supposed to like ask questions and well let's see how Jimmy really did. Yeah. Right. And then you progress and because Jimmy's struggling with yeah, you know, well, whatever. And what do you guys think Jimmy should do? Mm-hmm. Do you do, have you guys discovered why Jimmy's being a shit? Right. What What do you think Jimmy's sin is? Let's all judge Jimmy. Jimmy sucks. Uh, it's they're terrible and they're amazing, <laughs> and it's not just Mormons. No. You and I, you and I have seen like Jehovah's Witness internal videos. Mm. It's just kind of. It's here's the thing. It's fascinating. They're pumping money into these things. Yeah. Well, you know, Dan, I think that it makes, I mean, from my perspective, if I think back to what was my reaction to these videos, mm. right? And like back in what, the 90s, yeah, you're, what, you're an up and coming Mormon. Yeah. You know, and sheltered and basically Mormonism was the only thing that I really knew. Right. Right. Uh, and what it did for me and my perception of the church was that, wow, look at what we can do. Yeah. Look at what the church can do. The church can produce videos. <laughs> oh, you say videos, church, but let me tell you the something. The church has resources. When I was hired as a young actor to be in mm, these things, right. I showed up to the LDS MPS, yeah. which is the Latter-day Saint Mormon or er, er, Motion Picture Studio. Yeah, I know. Woo! I... Uh, I've been out there. Yeah. It's pretty uh it's pretty well equipped is yeah. what I will say about it. Yeah. Um, At the time like we saw one of the videos that I did and like they were using green screen technology. Oh my god. They were using they oh. How? That's amazing. Isn't that isn't that That's really like faith promoting right? for me. Like that and I and I'm I'm kind of serious. Like it really <sighs> Made me have this like we are such a sophisticated or- organization. Uh-huh. Uh, we like and and these these videos, of course, then come along and you know fuck with your mind, uh-huh. right? Because the the moral lessons that, especially in the Mormon ones that are being taught, are not really all that like moral or ethical. If there is like, a moral lesson, it's like it can be hard to decipher. Like they sort of. I remember being a Mormon and feeling like I instinctively had some understanding of what the fuck was supposed to be learning. Uh-huh. But now I realize how much of the work I was doing myself. Like, they had not presented it in a way that was useful. <laughs> like, I was, oh, I think I get what they're saying. And I'm right. like, my brain is like on fire just trying to make this thing happen. We're right. trying to make this make sense of the gobbledygook that they're throwing at us. Right. I was always pretty good about piecing it together. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, my 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 brain spoke Mormon. Well, we were primed for it. I mean, like Mormonism has in it just sort of a cultural understanding of certain mm. lessons and right. certain ideas and certain yes. concepts that like the way that they talk to people outside of Mormonism makes clear they don't know that that's not everybody's understanding of the universe. Right. It's very it's very interesting. Well, it was funny just to talk about the show that we were just on, the god awful movies. Yeah. Uh it was funny to listen to their bewilderment about like pride, right? And yeah. like because for me, I had been taught 
what that video was teaching that pride is you know enmity and blah 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 right and Which somebody get a dictionary because that's not what pride is right exactly but i so like i'm sitting there and i'm completely understanding what the video is talking about right mm-hmm. because again my brain speaks mormon right with no no effort right I it's under- your native tongue it is my native tongue unfortunately um and so I have to have that moment of like, no, like I, that's not that's not what those words mean. Right. That's not actually a healthy concept about pride. Right. Uh, that's not uh, healthy human relationships. Uh, like all these things where you're just like, whoa, like even it's- after so many years of being out of it, there's still these weird little things that will pop up. Right. It can be fascinating. Yeah. It can be amazing. I recommend, like, if you were in a weirdo religion like we were when you were younger, if you were a J-Dub or you were maybe a Scientologist or whatever, Scientology might be tricky to get your hands on the videos, Mm. but Mm -hmm. go revisit the shit that you were, that was shown to you. Because, and and you may have to, like, don't allow your brain to slip into the programming. Right. You have to come at it from the other side of it. It's amazing. Like it's all it's so well, horrifying. I had to the sit messaging there. that they're actually putting out there. I had to sit there and resist the the what I will call cry cues. Yeah. Right? Like I was sitting there and like the music's coming in and the people are saying the thing and I'm like oh. and I'm like <laughs> wait a second this is the worst most manipulative thing ever. Oh yeah. And I'm like, you know, I don't believe it, of course, right? right? And how could this be having any emotional effect on me? And it it was. That's right? amazing. Like it knew where the buttons were and it just got in there and pushed them. And That's I'm because like, they planted those buttons. They, they put the buttons there. They yeah. literally like these are like I'm, I get it. I didn't feel that with these movies, but sometimes I go to church uh-huh. and especially when they start singing the hymn, oh, I, yeah. I'm like, I'll sing the hymn. I don't care. I'll just sing a lot. Like, I don't want to go to church. But if I'm there, I might as well sing. It yeah. staves off the boredom a little bit, and I'll be like, da, 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 da. <sighs> why am I? Why am I emotional? Yeah. Why the fuck am I emotional? It's a dumb song in a church that's ridiculous, right? Because they programmed, but you, they man. fucking programmed the shit out of me. Yeah, they did. And I'm still deprogramming. That's it's amazing. I, I now I find it funny. I think it's hilarious. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. It doesn't bother me. It doesn't disturb me to encounter these moments. No. But it is, it's, but it's shocking f- when they happen. And I actually feel like I probably need to go do expose myself more mm. in order to deprogram more. Yeah. Right? Get, the, get that nasty shit out. Learn how to, like, like not, I mean, it's not that important because it, it never rears its ugly head in my life. Right. And you're fine. Not now. And you're fine. I'm fine. You don't need it. it but it is. But knowing where those buttons are would be nice it's to get rid of. so interesting. Uh, but I will also say these are the same buttons that, you know, ads on TV know how to push to. Sure. So I think it's more that they just know the shorthand of, like, emotional manipulation. Yep. More than anything else, you know. Or, and this is a possibility, I just want to bring this up. Jesus. Maybe Jesus. maybe Jesus is real. Jesus, he, he makes, lives he, in Mormon videos. He makes you and feel in long things. distance <laughs> telephone ads, <laughs> which aren't even a thing anymore. But right, oh my God, <laughs> I tell you, uh, it is. 
it's fascinating. These people are pro- are making videos for themselves, and it works. Mm-hmm. It gets people just stuck in these mindsets, and and that's the real thing, right? Like, I need you to stay guilty about yourself. Mm-hmm. I need you to feel to continue to feel feelings that I've created. I need you to feel the feelings I want you to feel, right? So that you stay, so that you associate high emotion with church right and with what we're doing mm-hmm. so that you so that when i say the holy spirit is operating within you 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 believe me mm-hmm. oh yeah it's amazing oh it's so it's, you guys well, it's i mean these assholes <laughs> hey they got a business to run you know i know I mean? it's, it's they need they 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 don't need your money but they need your money it is funny how I, I mean, I feel like after having gone through all of this and like deprogramming from all of this, I feel it's hard to get me like if a like if a company is trying to manipulate me mm-hmm. with an ad or whatever, mm-hmm. I'm watching for it mm-hmm. everywhere I look. I'm watching. Oh, you're trying to manipulate me. Hmm. Right. That's not going to work. <laughs> not today, mister. <laughs> Oh, man. Very funny. Well, ladies and gentlemen, uh, I'm sure that many of you have ha, are, have been manipulated by your religions in ways that we don't even know about. Yeah. So if you want to participate in this, let us know how your church got you uh, by uh, writing into us, podcast at thankgodimatheist.com. Or you could call and leave us a voicemail message. The telephone number is 424-666-8442. Indeed. Uh, go to the Facebook page, facebook.com slash Atheist, and click that like button. And while you're on Facebook, search for the TGIA Members Only Lounge or request to join. It is a closed group, but we'll let you in. We will indeed. And speaking of Facebook, thanks so much to Mackenzie for all of her work on the Facebook page. And thanks to Danny, Amy, and Sarah for their work on the uh, moderating the members only lounge. And of course, we need to make a, a big thank you to the Red Rock Hot Club and Gordon Johnston for the use of their music. Yeah, and thank you guys, all of y'all, for tuning in. We sure do appreciate you. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.